in a world where blockbuster movies are made and enjoyed. Millions of people watch them, awards are won, careers are launched, cinematic works of greatness are produced each year, and these two knuckleheads haven't seen them. You're listening to The List We Missed, where we finally watch the movies that everyone else already has. Hi, Meet Meep. Hi, Snotface. And hello, friends. Welcome to another episode of The List We Missed. Yeah. <laughs> We're keeping that. We are keeping that. We're keeping that. A couple weeks ago, uh, we showed up, uh, I think for magic, for D&D. I forget. But we both had on what very... I think it was for magic. Yeah, I think it was magic. Um, and, but we both showed up in t-shirts that were a very similar green color. Yep. Uh, mine was from Drop Dead Fred, and yep. it said Snot Face on it. And I was wearing a green shirt that said that had Beaker on it that just said Meep Meep. So we were Meep Meep and Snot Face. Sounds like a radio morning show. <laughs> right? But really, we're just besties with a podcast. So. <laughs> so really, we're just besties with a podcast. That's our tagline. That is our tagline. We're going to change it. It's no longer, we finally watched the movies that everyone else already has. Now it's just, we're besties with a podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, what are we doing tonight, Meep Meep? All right, snot face. <laughs> I'm going to forget about this halfway yeah, through. <laughs> we no. can cut this bit right so, here. So so last episode, we talked about Adam's family slash Adam's family values. Yes. We talked about, you know, that, that was a film you watched that I had missed, yada yada. My turn film that you haven't seen that i have seen that i'm going to i mentioned this at the end of the last episode and i'm going to reiterate it i forgot how much i enjoy this film it's uh, it, it, i i rewatched it last night to keep it fresh in my mind and i'm just sitting there i'm like wow there's a lot of stuff here that i really appreciate that i really like and it brought back fun memories because of when it came out and yada 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 2008's Taken, starring Liam Neeson. So, first off, I need to know, yes or no, did you like this film? Yes. Yes or no, would you watch it again? Probably. Okay. As a, by choice, or a, it turns on, and, okay, sure, sure you'll watch it. I feel like I would... It comes on... I don't know that I would actively choose to put it on again. Uh-huh. Um, I feel like if it came on, or if you were like, dude, let's watch Taken. Yeah. I'd watch it again. Okay. Um, I will say that I looked up the synopsis for Taken 2 yes. and Taken 3. I did as well because I remembered the premise of, of both of them, but right. I couldn't like remember the details. Well, so. I was just kind of curious to see like how long they could stretch out this concept. Three films. Um, three, yeah, turns out three <laughs> films. Um, I can say that I don't think I want to watch two or three. I watched the second one and I remember nothing about it. Because it's not as good as the first one. Right. And I never bothered to see the third one. Right. Because the third one came out so many years after the second one. I was like, it was too much of a gap for me to care. But the first one was very good. I, I have to say, I did enjoy this. I liked the first half more than I liked the second half. Okay. Like, my note, one of my last notes is I liked it, and then I liked it less. Okay. But... Well, but well, I have, we'll I have reasons as why I started to like it less. I'm curious to see if what your reasons are, because I'm curious, because I actually was talking about this with Jerry last night, and there are a lot of aspects in the second half that I really appreciate from a character standpoint and stuff. So, okay. so let's dive in. Let's so, dive in. so first off, for those of us who don't know the premise of the of the movie Taken, Liam Neeson stars as a uh, ex 
retired. Yeah, retired government dude who essentially was a spy. Like, he wasn't a spy. He was what he called, he called himself a preventer. But basically, he was in the CIA, in the FBI, whatever it was, some, some government thing. And he did the dirty work. He did the things that people didn't want to do in order to protect the, the, the world at home. And he's recently retired. He's moved back home. Uh, he is divorced, but he wants to create his life with his family again. Divorce there, wife hates him, whatever. But he really, really, really wants to be there for his daughter. So... Hilarity ensues in the sense that the daughter goes to France for this for the summer, and guess what? She gets bum 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 taken. Oh look, it's the name of the movie. Who knew? But uh, so it's it's a one man army on a mission to find, save, and bring his daughter home. Yes. So, go ahead. Tell me your thoughts. What do you got for me? Okay, so I was very excited. Because I loved his little friend group in the beginning. They were so cute. <laughs> they were so cute. Um, and, like, they were super cool and supportive. And you could tell. I thought, like, all the... I mean, honestly, all the actors did such a good job. But, like, even within the characters, like, you can tell that these are people that have known him forever. Mm-hmm. And have supported him mm-hmm. through everything that a he's been through. A lot of great chemistry. Um, also, bonus, one of the actors in that group, okay. uh, the guy with the hat on, I don't remember his name, but uh-huh. he was the one in the, in the beginning when they were barbecuing with the yeah. hat on. Yeah. Yeah. He played the human form of the Wolfman from Monster Squad. Really? So, oh, shout, look out, at you. shout out to Monster Squad. <laughs> Anytime I see that actor, I want to say his name is like John Gris? Grist? Something like that. I don't remember. What kind but of anyway. Squad fan are you? <laughs> but, um, but yeah, he plays the human form of of the Wolfman and Monster Squad. So That's anytime fun. I see him, I'm always like, Monster Squad! It's fun. My second note, call your dad. This movie, <laughs> like, <laughs> if you have... If your if your father is alive and you have any sort of contact oh, with him, oh okay, that's what you meant. I thought you meant like the daughter was was being. Oh really no no I no! You were just no. completely already like you know okay movie you suck. No, like, <laughs> I mean just anybody watching this movie like this movie I was just like I need to text my dad and be like hey pops how you doing like this is a I love this is a call your dad yeah this is a call your dad your dad loves you yeah. your dad is proud of you no yeah. matter what you think call your dad and say hey yeah. if you haven't called your dad in a while. Call your father. Right. That's what this movie does for you. And okay. I was just like, I texted my dad. I'm like, what's up, pops? Oh, <laughs> like, funny. I need to talk to my dad right now. That's funny. Um, yeah. Uh, this movie. So here's in the beginning. I did. I was getting real into it. Yeah. Because this totally has like the 90s action vibe. Well, what's really fun about this film is that this was the first film that did the old guys can be badasses thing. Yeah. Like, like Liam Neeson started it. And then like, that's when we started getting the, the, ex, uh, uh, expendables, expendables and, and... and all that kind of stuff, you know, like that, like this started it. And, and I'll tell you what, it started off on a great first step. It, it, I, it really had those kind of like nineties action yeah. movies vibes that I love. Another thing about this movie, and I'm taking this concept from my friend Dylan, uh, a couple weeks ago, I was at a convention and I did a panel. We were recording an episode, a live oh, episode. You're so fancy. You're on I am panel. so fancy. Um, we were recording a live episode for my friend's podcast, but another person that was on that podcast with me was my friend Dylan. And we were talking about horror movies, but this is a blanket statement for movies in general. Okay. 90 minutes. 
Yes! 96! So, so, so good! So, I'm gonna quote my friend Dylan here. Thank you for the 90-minute action movie. Yep. Like, 90 minutes, it's a, such a sweet spot. Yep. Yep. 90-minute movies. Yep. So, so good. So, very appreciative of that. Mm-hmm. So, it kind of starts... Here's, here's where I start to not love this movie. Okay. Here's where I kind of dip down into... I like it. Yeah. Things start happening almost too quickly. Okay. Like... <sighs> what, what, what point started this for you? I think, honestly, it was like when the dude got to France. When Liam Neeson's character gets to France. Okay. Things just kind of start to fall into place almost too quickly. I understand that, like, he's got government ties. I understand that we can, like, learn things quicker because he has some, like backdoor avenues where he can get information for people mm-hmm. but like it's like at one point he hears about like the construction site yeah. and he just hears them talking about the construction site and suddenly he's at the exact construction site he needs to be at mm-hmm. things started to happen very quickly did also, you want him to drive an hour to get to the construction no site? Like, i just feel like i wanted a little bit more meat on the bones as like i wanted a little bit more detective work and a little less punch you in the face I think. Like, I think okay. I wanted to see the process more. But I, the process that they showed was still very good. Like, like I'm not saying it wasn't. I just personally wanted to okay. see more. All right. Um, it also kind of, to me, it, this is the analogy that I came with. It kind of suffered like the Captain Marvel effect. Like, he's so good. He's so powerful. There's nothing that's going to stop him. And obviously, he's our hero character, mm-hmm. so we want him to win. But it just seems like every situation he was put in, like, there's no one that can stop him. He is in a room of seven people, and he's going to kill them all, and he's not going to get hurt. Like, it was it was very Captain Marvel. Like, he's so powerful, there's nothing that can stop him thing. Okay. So that, but here's the, the same point. I feel like such a hypocrite. Because... One of my notes is, and this was my last note, and I'll just, I'll say it now. I like it, or no, I loved it, then I liked it less. It's okay, but somehow it isn't as good as, like, what Harrison Ford did in like, when he played Jack Reacher. Because I, I, I saw some, like, I tried to think about this movie. I'm like, if this movie came out ten years earlier, it would be Harrison Ford in this movie, like, playing this character. Because mm-hmm. he played, like somewhat similar characters as Jack Reacher. So I feel like a hypocrite because I'm like, I feel like if it was 10 years before and it was Harrison Ford, I would totally forgive all of the I'm CIA, I'm unstoppable things. Mm -hmm. Um, So I I do, I do recognize that. And I don't know why, like I even have in my notes, I don't know why I can't put my finger on why I feel like this is slightly convoluted and something like, you know, I don't know, Patriot Games is not. Yeah. Um, because, again, like, it's this... Harrison Ford does the same thing. He walks into a room of and ten guys and... place. It and, does. So, yeah. I, I don't know why it kind of, like, irked me a little bit with this one. See, like, like my argument to that is, is like, Harrison Ford did it, right? Yeah. And, and like, and, and like sure, it like, they are, like, this is on a level, of, like, that training is on a level that you and I could never comprehend. Right. We never will comprehend, nor do I ever hope we could ever comprehend, because if we do, it means we went through a lot of bad things. But, uh, it, 
I appreciated the one-man army. I appreciated the fact that he was willing to burn the Eiffel Tower down. Like, the minute he set foot in France, it was game on. And you're, you're, you're saying, like, you know, he you wanted more detective game there. Like, I took the pacing of it to be, uh, he has 96 hours. Right. Oh no! Now he only has ninety hours, and then he took, and then he fell asleep. Oh no! He only has fifty hours. Like he is—he is a desperate man. Like he is trying to be as calculated as possible with his detective work, yeah. but also you gotta go, you gotta move because otherwise she's gone. Right. So there was also the—I have the note that I mean, obviously there was never going to be a real threat. Like you knew he was going to save the day. Like we—I didn't think for a second that like the daughter was going to die. Mm-hmm. But I loved the way that he found her. Mm-hmm. Like I love because like when like when he got to that one house oh, with yeah. the red door, with the red door, and they and you know, she, and, and, he and he's going through all the different rooms trying to find her, and they were like, "No, she's a virgin. She like yeah. she's going to she, bring in money." Yeah. So I'm like, "Ooh, like you got me. Like what's going to happen?" I loved the reveal. Of him finding her. Mm -hmm. She doesn't see him. But she... But he sees her and she's... She's a virgin. She's being auctioned off. And like she's like... Human trafficking. Oh my god. Like that moment was like... Like I said, like you knew that like she she wasn't going to die. Like he was going to save her. He, there was going to be that hero moment. Yeah, but that was the moment in the film where that character went from calculated and calm and cool and doing what he needs to do to pure emotion. Oh yeah. Which was so much fun to watch. And and uh the the fun thing too is like he Again, he's doing everything methodically and all. Which, by the way, I want to I want to co- remember methodical because I want to come back to that point in a minute. Um, but I want to finish this thought. He he's methodical. He does what he needs to do. And then the minute he sees his daughter is alive, he the minute he sees the bo- the daughter's body, he's like all bets are off, and it just turns into pure emotion, pure rage, pure just everything. And I don't care. And then it gets to a point where he's on the boat and he does get hurt. And I take that as a, he is not thinking things through all the way because he is so close. You, when you get to the end of something, you want to rush to get there. You want to make sure you can get there. And I just, I love that. I love that, that de-evolution of this character. Mm-hmm. So, okay. Methodical. Methodical. The scene where he goes to the, to the, to the red door and, and, uh, and he goes through and he takes out, you know, 10 guys and all. They made a point in the film to show all of the people like as he's walking through and that's the film saying like you know this character is making a mark of how many people oh, are in yeah. there, which was fantastic it's not brought up it's just a you know hey look there's these guys hey look there's these guys like like y- you're watching this the first time you're not like you know this is what's happening it's just a you know you no know, we're we're seeing how his brain processes right. an environment where he's hyper aware of every person he's then at the table talking to everybody and he and you know some people talk some people don't and then he gets each of them to talk every single one and yeah okay fine movie magic the guy who the last guy to talk is the <laughs> yeah, guy that says the good guy luck that- who cares though? That's a great reveal. That was a good like, reveal. Whew. And then just the minute he hears it, the fact that you see him and you hear him listening to the recording of the of the guy saying good luck over and over again so he can engrave it in his mind. So when he hears it, he knows his target. And then he just breaks and he's just like, you forgot about me? Yeah. We talked on the phone two days ago. Found you. <laughs> like, oh. Tag, you're so in. So <laughs> good. So good. 
So. No, I, yeah. The, I mean, I don't want you to think that I disliked this movie. Oh, Because yeah, no, no, I, no. certainly, I certainly liked this movie. Again, I think I'm just conditioned with, like, 90s action movies uh-huh. as opposed to, like, movies that came out in the aughts. But this was so close to a 90s this, action This film. was like, very close to One of the closest it. ones I think you're going to get. And I hope that we all can learn a lesson from this movie. Don't don't lie to your parents. Like, don't, <laughs> if you lie to your parents, you're going to get sold in sex trafficking. So just don't lie to your parents, Well, kids. that's a joke. <laughs> wow. Did you happened. notice, uh, Jerry pointed this out, the actress who was the friend that she was with uh, played original Ruby in Supernatural? Oh, did she? I think so. Oh, I don't know. I yeah. don't remember. That poor girl, right? Because, like, <laughs> yeah. so they both get taken... And obviously, they made it a point to, at the very beginning of the movie, to find her friend, Amanda, as, the fine, as a whore. Yeah. Um, which, you know what? Fuck you, but that's okay. I don't know what I took um, it as. A, I, I, did, I didn't take it as a whore. I took it as she's a teenager who wants to have fun. They they kind of laid on the whole, let's have, I want to have they, sex they laid on thing. That she, they laid on that, she's, yeah. that she might be, excuse me, easy, but I took that as. I took it as she she has an opportunity and she wants to take advantage they, of it. They needed to establish the virgin and the not virgin. Yeah, okay, that's so, true. I, I, yeah. But anyway, um, I feel so bad for that character because she's taken and obviously she's not a virgin. So she's put into the house and she's getting drugged up or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, when Liam Neeson's character finds her, yeah. she is dead. Yeah. And so he just Ugh, leaves. And real. I'm just like, well... Sorry, family of that girl. <laughs> well, like, I mean, no, the, the man said on the phone, you leave my daughter alone, I won't come for you. Like, screw that chick. <laughs> yeah, no, it's, I, I do, I understand he couldn't, like, slump the dead body on his back and carry her somewhere else. But, like, I'm just thinking, like, the parents of that poor girl. Yeah. <laughs> like, you get no closure. Like, hopefully he went home and was like, oh, P.S., your daughter died in this house at this address. Yeah. You know? Have fun. Yeah. I just was just like, oh, she's dead. Oh, he's leaving her. But you know what? That also makes it a very convenient plot point of yeah. it, like he only needs to worry about his daughter. I also think he only was going to worry about his daughter. I think he would have only worried about his daughter if the do- if the friend hadn't been found yet, and the and he did Man. get to his daughter. Then the daughter had been like, we need to find her. Like you know. Yeah. But the fact that she she was dead first, like okay, fine, we can move on. We don't need to worry about this anymore. Like yeah. sucks. I listen. Human trafficking, terrible thing. I terrible thing also this movie might be one of the few movies that actually openly talk about human trafficking this much i i i have no basis for comparison but that no that's my point though like like how many movies can you think of that may or may not talk about human trafficking like this you know like because it's not coming to your forefront like that like that's what i'm saying like we always hear about murders we always hear about name thing here but like human trafficking not a thing so like the fact that they used that element as a as a story element is it, i thought was uh very very brave okay so what's your next point um that's all my notes yeah really? my, my last note was don't lie to your parents <laughs> so you didn't really take that many notes about the film then it seems like cause no no like, i was because i was watching it that's awesome um, that's good yeah. that, that means that you were yeah that, that, that's was, the signs of a good film i was watching it i was invested in it yeah i think i i i feel bad because i wish i liked the second half as much as i like the first half but yeah for me the second half well like i said still a good movie mm. not a bad movie in the in, in the slightest but it just kind of things just happen very conveniently very quickly and it was 
action, 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 which for an action movie is not a bad thing. Mm -hmm. But I think I just wanted a little bit more. Like, I liked his whole process. I liked seeing his discovery of things. Mm -hmm. Like, I, I just liked that beginning more than I liked the end half. But again, I loved the reveal of mm -hmm. when he finally sees his daughter. Mm -hmm. And, like, just as a woman, I can say that, like, there was just such unsettling things seeing oh, that yeah. kind of thing. Oh, because of how easily, you know, the young... Seeing how easily the young girls were taken advantage mm -hmm. of and... I mean, it's it's so tough because it's like, who do you trust? Trust no one, yeah. you know, and you don't yeah. want to be that sheltered person. But at the same time, you don't know. So like there 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 was definitely some moments of just almost like horror movie dread watching this. Mm -hmm. Just I mean, I remember that I was in uh, I was in London with my father when I was 18 and you know, we were some touristy place. I don't know. And we stopped. There was somebody, you know, selling ice cream off the cart. Yeah. So we stopped to get ice cream. And I'm just sitting there and like, we're in like kind of a square or whatever. And, you know, I'm just kind of walking around a little bit. Like, I'm not very far from my father, but like, I'm just walking around and some guy sees me and yeah. I don't notice him at first, uh. but a guy starts walking toward me. He's a younger guy, yeah. but a guy starts walking toward me and kind of like, hey, uh -huh. hello, uh -huh. how are you? Uh -huh. And my father Comes made right a beeline yeah. and got in between. And I remember like he was just like, walk away from my daughter. And the guy was like, I, I was just going to say hi. Like, you know, he was just, you know, whatever, yeah. flirty. Context, but like, right? you, as, you as an 18 year old, like, you know, what the heck, dad? But like, you know, as an adult, you're like, thanks, dad. Yeah, like, no, <laughs> thank God my dad was quick because, yeah, he came in right in between and he was like, step away from my daughter. And the guy was like, cool. I was just saying hi. It's okay. Cool. Like, I'm got. So, so two things really quick. One, one thing I'm surprised you didn't mention, uh, and one, and one thing that I want to ask you. So, which do you want to hear? What, you, which one do you want first? The mention thing. Okay, I'm surprised you didn't mention when, when uh, Liam Neeson gets the phone SD card, goes to a random kiosk to be able to print a photo, and is able to zoom in and enhance the photo enough to be able to catch to get to see what this guy looks like. Like, I, I saw that scene happening, and all I could hear was you, enhance, enhance, enhance. <laughs> like, that's all I heard in my head. So I am surprised you didn't, A, make a note about it to mention it, or B, mention it now while we're recording. Yeah. Uh, two, the scene where he is in his friend's house in France, and mm -hmm. the wife is like, you know, like, sit down, have some dinner. Like, you know, oh my gosh, it's so wonderful to see you, blah, blah, blah. Were you expecting the wife to get shot in the shoulder? I, I couldn't have predicted that to happen. Uh-huh. You knew something was going to happen. But it doesn't surprise me that he did that. Jerry had the same thought. The, sh the gunshot happened, and Jerry went, whoa! <laughs> like, yeah, it was like, I don't, pretty phenomenal. I don't know that if you said, guess what's going to happen next, I would have been like, he's going to shoot the wife. Yeah. But knowing the character to that point, doesn't it doesn't surprise well, me that again, that was what happened he, he, yeah. he was a man on a mission didn't yeah. matter what was in his way i loved the in that scene when he's like you know sitting behind a desk makes you forget things like the weight of a gun yeah loaded or not oh so good that was a very good scene because i like at the one point the guy was like but you know i think we had a gun to him he's like you know i've think about it i've got children and he's like I've got, i'm doing this for my fucking daughter yeah, like yeah who can you know? Duh, yeah. You yeah. do think about your children. I'm thinking yeah. about my child. Right. He's, he's like, you know, he's like, I'm doing this for my family. Like, you know, well, I'm doing this for my daughter. Like, you're yeah. not helping me here. So guess what? I'm not. So gonna now, help you. 
he so the the French friend yes he was not involved with the sex trafficking but <gasps> only because he just was like I don't want to know like is not it like directly. one of those like it, it, it was it was he very could plead much, ignorance yeah yeah like 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 he said his his income is X his expenses are Y he doesn't care how the money gets taken yeah. care of. So he wasn't directly involved in it or anything. Like he knew that he like knew. something was going down. Yeah. But he complete ignorance. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I'm not involved. Right. But he knew that something was not right. He knew something on yeah. the table. He knew okay. something wasn't wasn't good. He but like meh. That was a fun bit too. That like, was it. Was interesting to see using the card that that he gave him in the beginning to get into the to the red door house and all and all that. That was a lot of fun. It was clever. It was it was very clever. It was it was well written. Like yeah. I liked the progression. Yeah. I do like the progression of the plot yeah. and the things that happened. Yeah. 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 Good film. I I, I yeah. I'm glad that, I'm glad you enjoyed it. Uh, yeah. I'm just I'm glad you I'm glad you liked it because again I forgot. It's been a long time since I've seen this. I saw it in theaters with a friend. It had been out for a few weeks at this point, and uh, I went and saw it with a friend. We basically had the theater to ourselves and. Neither one of us could remember who Liam Neeson was until he was uh, he was scaling the side of the of the hotel or whatever to get into the to get into the the, the room where she got taken and all. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and we re- realized who it was, and we knew Liam Neeson from Star Wars Episode One as Qui Gon Jinn, and we're just sitting there in the theater by ourselves chanting, "Yeah, Qui Gon Jinn, use the Force!" Like it was a really really good time. Shout out to Ryan, Ryan. <sighs> What up, Ryan? What up, Ryan? So, but yeah, uh, yeah, good film. I'm glad. I'm glad you enjoyed it. I'm glad. You I did. It. I did. Like I said, it. I, I, I personally enjoy Liam Neeson. There's a bunch of things I've seen him in. I always like him, whether he's a good guy, whether I, he's a bad guy. I constantly forget things that he's in. The only things I can like pinpoint and say I know he's in these films are Taken, Star Wars Episode One, and Schindler's List. Like those are things mm-hmm. I'm like. I know you're in these things. He was in um, the Christian Bale Batman movie. Oh, right. He was Rachel Ghoul. Yep. Yeah. He was in that. One of the very few rom-coms that I enjoy is Love Actually. And okay. he's in that movie. Oh, well, he was Good Cop, Bad Cop in the Lego movie. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Sorry. When I said that, I meant, like, things I could see, like, his face. True, you know? true. Yeah, because like, I, I forgot it. The only reason I just knew that was because... I'm looking it up. Who am I thinking? I remember him. Maybe I'm thinking Lego movie because I'm like, I remember him being funny mm-hmm. in a movie. Oh, he was great in the Lego movie. He was in The Haunting, which is a adaptation of The Haunting of Hill oh, House. He was, uh, he was Zeus in the remake of Wrath of the Titans. Release the Kraken! Oh, there you go. He was in the A-Team. Maybe I am thinking of the Lego movie where like that's the one where he's funny. Because, yeah, these are all... I don't know any of this older stuff. Mm-hmm. So maybe that's what... I, maybe I am thinking of the Lego movie where we got to see him be... Hi, buddy! Just a little bit funny. You like a cup of water? Too bad! He's a funny boy. Yeah, no, Liam Neeson is... He is a national treasure. Mm-hmm. So let me guess. We already did 2008. We did already do 2008. Curses. We... Off the train. We... Roll back the clock. We gotta start over. Talked about uh, Slumdog Millionaire from 2008. So we you know, have already covered you know, it. I knew that because I remember when I went, I, I was like, you know, oh, take it, 2008. Okay, let's do it. Oh, yeah. Slumdog. Slumdog. 
not as good. Guess what? I was watching Taken instead of Slumdog Millionaire. There you go. <laughs> and I should have been watching Taken instead right? of Slumdog Millionaire. Uh, I, I need to find... I, I, I'm i looking forward to when I find another film that you're like, you know, just as much as uh, uh, Boondock Saints. Like, I'm, look, <laughs> I'm looking forward to that. It's going to oh, happen. Boondock it's going to happen. I you, just got to find it. You recently had Boondock Saints Day with your dad, didn't you? I did. You? I did, and I made Dad listen to the start of our episode, <laughs> so that way he could see that you also appreciated it. There you go. <laughs> so, yeah, that was uh, a few weeks ago. Shout out to Dad. What up, Dad? What up, Dad? So, but yeah. All right, so Taken, good film, great film. Mm-hmm. Go watch it. Go watch it. Uh, I forget your name already. What was your name? Snot, Snot Face? Face. Snot Face. Yes. Snot Face. I, was, I, I wanted to say Snot Bucket. I knew that was wrong. Snot Bucket. <laughs> <laughs> All right, snot face. Take us out. <laughs> I have no, I have no uh, segue. That was the segue. I have no clever segue. No, that was the segue. That was face. the segue. Take us out. I'm taking you out to our Facebook page and our Instagram page, yeah! so you can follow us there at all of our shenanigans and find out when we have new episodes coming out. It's uh, you know, twice a month, and you'll know there. You can also follow us on your favorite podcasting app and. Give us a thumbs up and the like and the love, and uh, we hope you've enjoyed this episode. And we are gonna catch you in the next one where neither one of us have seen this movie. So yeah. we don't even know what movie it is yet. We don't, but <laughs> when we know, you'll eventually know. Right? All Probably right. two weeks after. High five! High five! Boom! Bye! Bye! Dudley's getting his treat. Ooh.